Podcast. I'm your host Isaiah Jackson Jr. Look, it's 10:45. I am exhausted. I had to record AEW. I work for those that don't know. I work at a sports radio station, so NBA playoffs is underway. So I'm, I'm just I gotta watch all the NBA playoffs, all the sports games. I can't. Baseball came back, so I'm just combining all that into wrestling as well. But you know, I'm not finna. You know, I just can't abandon the heel turn. I love. The radio station, I love the heel turn, wrestling, sports, they all go together. I love it all equally. That's why I'm up here at 1045, still on a holiday. For those that don't know, yes, it is a holiday. Is your boy celebrating? You will never know. So, CM Punk comes out. CM Punk is going up against Dustin Rhodes. And look, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, they shook hands. This was nice. A little friendly battle. But I was bored, man. Look, Dustin Rose, he don't he, he don't move the way he used to. You know, there's not a lot of even Jim Ross in the very beginning. Hey, he's he really sticking to these arm drags, is he? Yeah, because that's all he could pretty much could do right now. Like, and that's not no disrespect to Dustin Rose, but yeah, bro. And when he came out, I don't know if I, that's just me just noticing it or he's just not on TV, but on his uh on the Titan Tron. It said that, you know, it was like one last run. So I'm assuming he was just, because he's a trainer at AEW as well. So I'm assuming, like, this was his last match. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's going to call it a day after this. You know, he's 53, so he's not no spring chicken. But what made it even worse, is that, which is why I was bored about this match, because um, Dustin Rose, they was, uh, the whole story on the match was his knee. You know, he injured his knee. So, you know, moving for him was limited. So, you know, that that kind of, I can tell you everything you need to know. I mean, you're, you already are limited, you know, at movement already. So now you got to, you know, kayfabe, pull off this injured knee. Now you already, you know, can't move. Granted, I know you would think that makes sense. But if you were to see this match, like, it just, it was like, as the match progressed, he just stood into one spot as he was, you know, doing his moves. So it was just, it was just weird. He did, you know, and he did hit his code red, his, I believe that's what it's called, his code red finishing move. The It's pretty much a sunset flip. He hit that for a near fall. I, like, I understand. Dustin Rose, you still, I know you, you might think you got it in you. A lot of people, you are a great, I know you, I just said you were a trainer. I think you, are, you would be an awesome trainer. I think you are an awesome trainer. You know, there's going to be a bunch of potential coming out from AEW, but I I don't want to say your time is up, but man, it was that. This was for me. This was brutal. CM Punk gave him a roundhouse kick and a GTS. Well, he tries to hit a GTS, but his knee gave out, so he cradled uh, Dustin Rhodes in a kind of like a backwoods, you know, a pin, a roll up pin. 
And you know, roll up here, four twenty. Yeah, that's that. That's the day it is. That's the holiday that we talking about. I'm sorry, I had I had to connect the two. But at the end of the match, Hangman hey Page came out, and they kind of just stared. Him and CM Punk stared at each other. So we're gonna get that up next, and I can't wait. I can't wait for CM Punk to take that title away from Hangman hey Page because I am not a fan. I'm sorry. Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club: Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta took on the randomest, the random ass team of Dante Martin, who has a brother already that is, you know, his tag team partner, Lee Moriarty and Brock Anderson, who, you know, also has a tag team partner, but I guess I don't, still don't understand. But obviously, since these guys didn't have, they, individually, they have their own entrance. You know, they are AEW. They're signed to AEW, obviously, but they didn't get an entrance. They were just in the ring. That told that told me everything I needed to know. Did I watch this match? Yeah, I seen the very end when uh, John when John Moxley pretty much took out uh, he took out Dante Martin with his paradigm shift, and I was like, that's pretty much all I needed to see. Because in the very beginning, the bell didn't even ring. They just started the uh, Blackpool Combat Club just started attacking, just started attacking Dante Lee and and Brock. It was just kind of sad. I was, I, I, there was, and that's the thing, Dante Martin, we've seen him, we've seen the potential he has, how great he can be, even him with his brother, the potential is just up in the air, like, they, they are ready, Lee Moriarty, he was name dropped by Brian Danielson, he told them, we could be training, we could be training somebody like a Wheeler Yuta or a Lee Moriarty, Brian Danielson said that, now he's just beating the crap out of him for no reason, Brock Anderson, his dad got the Glock on him at all times. Why have come his dad ain't pulling out in the BCC? Come on now. Come on now. Your daddy don't care about you, Brock. Come on now. I'm sorry. I'm getting up too off topic, but the, I got no choice. The match was born. It is what it is. Um, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks had a talk backstage. They're going to be the undisputed elite. And old Kyle O'Reilly was like, I'm going to qualify for the Owen Hart Cup because I'm a beat Jungle Boy. And it is what it is. So I thought that was pretty cool. AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling have a super show coming up. It, it Tony, that was Tony Khan's big announcement. And it's a I mean, it's all right. Like it's not, I mean, I'm not a big New Japan guy. I do like to see wrestling. I'm intrigued with what who's gonna come out here, what they're gonna bring. But it was just when first off, Adam Cole announced this. You know, he interrupted. It was a pre-tape, obviously. So he interrupted Tony Khan and made the announcement. And new AEW slash New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door Super Show. And it's going to be in Chicago. Number one, y'all can go to hell. As soon as I move away out the Midwest, y'all want to have all these Chicago shows. Tony Khan, you can go to hell. But look, uh, Jay White came out and he talked about he single-handedly sold out the Madison Square Garden. When New Japan came out for a USA uh, co-produced event. And so he said that the undisputed elite and the Bullet Club, it's still their era. So I guess we're going to get the undisputed elite and the Bullet Club conjoined together. And they're just going to take over. Which is stupid. Here's here's how I'm going to. I don't like this. Number one. The reason why I don't like this is because, first off, the undisputed elite are going to have a five-man Tag team match next week against Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, and you know a bunch of other people that I'll name whenever. But th- that this is gonna get out of hand. 
Like, we already know how trios matches are. Stupidest thing. Why don't we just call it a six-man tag? Like, I mean, I don't have a problem with Tree. Good. You can name it however. Vince, obviously, through that Cody Rose promo, has his way with words. But trios match? We could have named that something totally different. But, look. Well, the biggest problem I have is I don't want to see these multiple-man matches. I don't want to see a, a group of of low down uh, NWO rejects. No offense, NWO rejects. They have the same hand signs. They try to be the same disrespectful. I don't care. You know, it is what it is. Suck it. I got two words for you. I know that's two different groups, but same, same. They was in the same line because they just wanted to piss people off and be the head of the be up in the not no offense no not no offense Roman but uh, no pun to Roman but they want to be at the head of the table they want to be the 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 guys up top and I think that's ridiculous why I don't want to see twelve people in the ring as one group as you know that being one whole group because that's that's unnecessary and no offense to them they're not really all that great to be doing that I don't think anybody in WWE could pull it off. I feel like they we gotta say we gotta leave that back in the nineties, you know? We gotta leave all that back you know, leave that to WCW. We need to stick to these factions just having four people and calling it a day. Undisputed Elite, what? Young Bucks, that's two. Red Dragon, that's two. Adam Cole, that's one more. Now you got the Bullet Club. You got Jay White and whoever he's bringing with him. Come on now. We don't need to have all these people just in the just Clogging up the clogging up the place, and it's probably not even gonna make any storyline better. Kenny Omega ain't even back yet to see. We don't even know what he's gonna do. Ridiculous, man. Warlow went up against the butcher. When before he first off, I got it. This is awesome because he walked in the arena and the butcher security was with him. Mark Sterling. Mark Sterling walked up to him and he was like, Look, I'm gonna let you know this now. He was like, Oh, oh these are security. We're going to walk you to your locker. We're going to walk you to the... Well, he said closet. And then he was like, oh, I'm at your locker. They're going to walk you to the ring. They're going to walk you out of the arena. And he said, and you got to be handcuffed. And MJF said to... Hold on. Let me, let me look at this in my notes. Said, Eat shit, pig. That's what he said. Yeah. So he's just been calling him the pig this whole time. So um, Warlow's just like, yeah, oink, oink, bitch. Like, you know, just walking out. I'm like, oh, you're funny. This this guy, you're funny guy. But, oh, he beat he beat the butcher. Do we really have to talk about that? First off, he didn't have no interest music. It was kind of depressing. So he kind of just walked in there, beat the butcher, and dipped. Cool. I don't have a problem with that. He got handcuffed and then, you know, left the ring. That was the end of that. So it was cool. He hit four power bombs. So he 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 let off some aggression. It was cool. Kyle O'Reilly went up against Jungle Boy. This was a good match. This was a this was cool. This was a really good match. Like Kyle O'Reilly and Jungle Boy. I didn't know Jungle Boy was such a like a. I guess you can put him under that technical wrestler category in a way, or at least he's getting there. Like he's him and O'Reilly just had such good chemistry. It was just a lot of mat work, ring work. You know, even the suicide dives and the comeback lariats. Like it's just the back and forth. Jungle Boy's actually being aggressive, but Kyle O'Reilly's just he's a heel as well. He's he's not playing either. So Kyle O'Reilly hit him with a brain buster and climbed up the ropes and hit him with a diving knee drop and got him a dub. I was like, he he won clean. Like no no low blows, no poke to the eye. No, no, he beat him clean. 
It was it was pretty cool. Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy even uh hit the snare trap on him. And Kyle O'Reilly had to go and reach out for the ropes. Like that could have been the end of it right there. Jungle Boy fought his ass off. That's what we love to see. Now we know that he can not that we now that we know, but at least we know as a singles competitor, he he's got it. And he can be great. TNT championship level great. Christian Cage came out, you know, they hugged. I thought he was gonna do that to him, but it's cool. It's cool, Christian Cage. Maybe another day. Hook beat a jobber. I don't want to talk about it. Dan Housen came up. He annoys me. Uh, he, if I, I, I can come out and say that he officially annoys me, Dan Housen. His voice, his, his, this, this is the character. The character annoys me. Sammy Guevara. He used to annoy me. Look. I know I said the couples don't work and this is going to be ridiculous. This is stupid. But I also said one thing I love. One thing I love the most about the wrestling business is heat. Heat. And that is all Sammy Guevara. Now, if I'm this is gonna sound disrespectful, but if Ty Conti doesn't fight and she's just on Sammy Guevara's side the whole time, I love it. If they're fighting together, hate it. That's that is gonna be the me justifying their uh wrestling run, that's AEW run together. They came out of the ring. You know, Guevara said he's happy to be a three-time championship, you know, three-time champion. You know, he's talking about his girlfriend. What he said, y'all mad? Y'all mad because I got my girl with me? And y'all, I got her and you don't? You know, look at her. Like, oh my, look. And I'm gonna say this now. Ty Conti is a beautiful woman. Yes, she is. That's it. That's it. I'm gonna leave it at that. She is a beautiful woman. Sammy Guevara is a lovely human being, and they do deserve to be together. But you can't deny that they I, how can I put this? Girl, when you go on social media, you go on Twitter, girls talk about Sammy Guevara. Girls love Sammy Guevara. He's young. They like to smile. You go on social media again, you see Ty Conti. Guys love Ty Conti. They piss people off on both spectrums. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy. So the heat is the heat is awesome. It, it's perfect. As long as Ty Conti don't fight. And guess what they're doing next week? They're going to have a mixed... Guevara and Sky are going to have a mixed tag match. Why? Why? You ruined it. You freaking ruined it. Ty Conti does not have... Her and Sammy are not going to... This isn't going to work. This relationships and wrestling and fighting together and having the same beefs. Your beef is my beef. No. You know, you could be by my side and vice versa. Ty Conti want to fight? I right, Sammy could be down there. It's cool. Ty, Sammy want to fight? Ty could be back there. It's cool. She could be ringside. That's fine. We don't need to see a bunch of mixed tag team matches and stuff. Sammy's already drawing mad heat. And all he has to do is just kiss his girlfriend. Like, how crazy is that? So, that's just, it's, I don't understand. That's the only reason why I don't, I, I can see this failing. Or at least for me not liking this. Thought it was trash. Thought it was trash at that very moment. But we're going to see a ladder match. A TNT title match next week. And it'll be a ladder match. So I can't wait for that. Uh, a House of Black had a promo. And to be honest, they talk about nothing. They finish each other's sentences and it's weird. That's all I got to say. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker came back. She pretty much just trashed the AEW women's division. Talked about Ruby Soho. All that red hair. She, you know, where she go. She just disappeared. 
Tony Storm, she said she was going to make her leave another company. She said Jade Cargill, the only people that come to see her is the baddies. And she said she's going to be the next Owen Hope, Owen Hope, Owen Hart Foundation Cup winner. So I, I can't wait. It's big talk, and I love it. I love it. Uh, last but not least, Darby Allen went up against Andrade El Idolo. You know, he went up, he had the blade, and he had uh, he had AFO with him. And it was just all over the place, obviously. That's, that's usually how it goes. But Quinn, Quinn kind of was the guy that took the abuse from a certain someone. And here's where this gets stupid. Because Darby and Andrade are fighting in the ring. It's three on one. Darby, the Blade, and Quinn outside. They're literally beating the brakes off of Darby. They go into the crowd to fight. Darby's getting beat up. Andrade's hitting him. Quinn sees a, uh, he sees a sign. Gets it, rips it up, and is cheering. It's Sting in a hat. Bro, Sting wears makeup. How do you not know that Sting? Dumbass. Just dumbass. Stupid. That's stupid. That was when that made me want to be like, all right, maybe, maybe I'm done. Number and number two, why is Sting Hank? Like, how did Sting know they was gonna be in the audience to hide there? Oh, it's a three on one attack, man. Let me just put on my disguise. This ain't that so Raven, bro. Sit down. You you could have just ran into the ring and saved them and stopped. You would have saved at least a good twenty minutes of our time. But anyway. Obviously, it doesn't end there because they all got together. Sting got hit with a chair. Obviously, that didn't affect him because he's a, what, a 92-year-old man that is immune to pain. And he hits a crossbody on AFO and Andrade. A diving crossbody because we do not care about older people. You know what? I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm going to start my own club, the Sit Your Ass Down Club. Sit Your Ass Down Club. And it's going with Ric Flair because we're going to talk about Ric Flair tomorrow. Ric Flair is in the Sit Your Ass Down Club. Sting, congratulations, bro. Welcome to the Sit Your Ass Down Club. Who else? Who else needs to be in Stone Cold? <laughs> new founder, new member, newest member of the Sit Your Ass Down Club. But look, let me stop. Uh, there was thumbtacks on the coffin, on the coffin top. I guess when you open it, when you open it on the lid, it was where the thumbtacks are at. So they obviously took use that to their advantage of. Andrade fell in the coffin, so Darby started slamming the top on him, and that was pretty much it. Darby uh, fell on top of it for the dub. That was kind of how, well, Jose, Jose the assistant came in and tried to attack, but Darby reversed it and then got on top of the coffin for the win. The Hardys came out to celebrate with Darby and Sting, and that was that was dynamite. It was it was all right. Like, I mean, I don't really know what to say about it. I was kind of, I was kind of bored. I was definitely kind of bored throughout it all. Nothing really huge happened besides the AEW New Japan signing, the New Japan Super Show that's going on in Chicago that I won't be attending because you guys hate me. But I honestly, there was nothing exciting about this show besides the Kyle O'Reilly Jungle Boy match. Other than that, not much happened in this show. But a lot will happen tomorrow and next in tomorrow's show because me and Devin gonna have a lot to talk about and we can't wait to get to you.
Don't forget the text line is open. We have a text line 219-230-HEAL. H-E-E-L. 219-230-HEAL. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.